Good day, and thank you for joining us for today's FNA talk, which will be examining the technological considerations of intraday liquidity at banks. The topic of intraday liquidity has grown significantly in importance at banks, particularly global systemically important banks, largely as a function of organizational complexity, funding costs associated with liquidity, and regulatory requirements. From an organizational perspective, intraday liquidity needs to facilitate payment operations for a large and diverse number of business lines, such as capital markets, retail, and corporate banking, to name a few. While funding costs have historically had a lower priority, the recent downward pressure on ROI as a result of increased competition and a challenging market environment has increased awareness of the associated costs of funding liquidity. And finally, central banks and supervisors across the globe are much more aware of the interconnectedness of markets and contagion risks as a result of credit and liquidity crunches and the impact on the economy. As such, there's been increased attention on liquidity and intraday liquidity. In examples include BIS's BCBS 144 and BCBS 248, as well as the Federal Reserve's SR 10-6 and SR 14-1. Our guests today are Tucker Dona of Baton Systems and Philip Straley of FNA. Tucker Dona is head of business development and client success at Baton Systems. Prior to joining Baton, Tucker held various roles around derivatives clearing, most recently as executive director where he ran JP Morgan's hedge fund client service team. Philip Straley is president of FNA. Prior to FNA, Philip led finance, risk, regulatory, and analytics practices of several prominent professional services firms, most recently as the managing partner for the risk regulatory practice of PwC in Asia Pacific. Thank you for joining us today, gentlemen, and looking forward to your insights. Thank you, Mosin. So let's get started by providing some context to our audience. Philip. Perhaps you could give us an overview of what the landscape of technology looks like for intraday liquidity management for banks in today's market. Sure, thanks Mosin. Um, well, I think the short answer is it's a very diverse landscape out there when you look across banks. Even when you narrow it, narrow it to a specific group, um, for instance, GSIBs, which you mentioned. For some banks, regulation has been the primary driver to date, while others are taking a more strategic view. Um, we've spent a lot of time across 2020, which has obviously been a very interesting year for all of us, um, but we spent a lot of time this year um, with more than 12 of the GSIBs. And you know, I can say that the as-is in intraday technology is incredibly broad. But to summarize, I'd break it into four main components. Um, first, data centralization. Second, regulatory reporting and metrics. Third, core operating technology. Um, and fourth, analytics. Um, so obviously the foundation of this is, is data. Um, very different approaches to data consolidation from development of data lakes on a global basis toward to maintenance of data in core operational systems. Um, regulatory reporting and metrics. This is an area where there are a lot of new market entrants from a technology perspective. There are also a number of longer standing incumbents in this space. 
From a core operating technology uh, perspective, um, this covers workflow, areas like integration with core payment systems, uh, ledger maintenance, and other areas. Um, and again, it's a combination of, uh, of some incumbent providers and a number of very interesting uh, newer market providers out there. And then fourth, from an analytics perspective, we're particularly starting to see, and I'll talk a bit, bit about it later, um, we're starting to see um, an increase focused on simulation and on orchestration technology for optimizing and ordering payments. Now, the reality is that every institution we work with and spend time with has taken a somewhat different tack in the way that they prioritized and the way that they view the way forward. And some of this has to do with approach towards tech investment in general. Some of it has to do with the state of their legacy IT infrastructure and some to do with divergent regulatory pressures and different operating models and starting points. Thanks for that, Philip, and uh, a diverse landscape uh, indeed. Um, so Tucker, perhaps we can dive in from a technology enablement perspective and speak to some of the main building blocks for, for intraday liquidity. Yeah, sure. Thank you, Mosin. Um, from Baton's conversations with a number of the tier one banks, we think the main building blocks for robust liquidity management are quite simple. A real-time aggregated view of your assets and obligations and a clear understanding of your objectives. I think Philip called this data centralization uh, just a few minutes ago. While that may sound simple, we believe most banks struggle with getting that picture today. So when thinking about building blocks, that seems like the logical place to start. Once you obtain a real-time view of your assets and obligations, a bank then needs the ability to assess that information in the context of their stated objectives. There are many factors that drive this assessment process, such as what are the bank's binding constraints from a cash and capital perspective? What are your projected cash movements over the next day week, month, etc. Once you have an aggregated view and you have performed that analysis, a bank needs to be able to take action. And Philip referred to this earlier as well around ordering payments. When putting your decision-making into action, we think it is important to consider both interoper interoperability of technology. So what can work with my current systems and payment rails today? and the extensibility of a platform or how to build real life workflows with your current system while incorporating the new technology. This could leverage APIs and automated workflows to improve your current processes. Thanks for that, Tucker. And I really like that um, element of kind of combining the real time with, um, with the objectives. Um, now, looking at the evolution of intraday liquidity technology at banks, what are some of the key elements that define operational maturity? Um, and perhaps, Philip, you can provide some context for that. Yeah, sure, I can start. Um, you know, I think it's probably useful, Mosin, to, to take a bit of a step back and look a bit more broadly at intraday liquidity management maturity in general, rather than just focusing in on IT. 
um, which is of course an enabler for all parts of the intraday process. Um, you know, there are a few core elements um, that we've defined and Tucker, you know, I think uh, um, outlined some of this. There are a few core elements of any intraday capability um, or, or liquidity management capability more broadly. Um, you know, the, the first is, is getting, you know, what I'd term global visibility. Um, so data, you know, and the ability to access it where you need it. Um, so having a clear view at a granular and intraday level of positions, payment obligations, uh, cash and funding balances across all relevant accounts and all relative, relevant legal jurisdictions and entities. And I think the, the next point that I, you know, that I would emphasize is, you know, the need for there to be truly global operations. Um, and I think every, you know, every one of the banks is a bit on a, on a different uh, point on their, on their journey from this respect um, towards centralization or more decentralization. Um, you know, so I think truly global operations are important, you know, so that there can be integration across all activity across all of your business units, you know, within global markets, within uh, treasury, uh, within, uh, you know, within, within other parts of the bank, um, such that you have a clear view of all parts of the bank that are impacting liquidity positions and such that there's tight coordination across treasury, across payments operations, um, global markets and other business units. And of course, enabled by core technology. Um, and, you know, and then I'd end again on, you know, from an analytics perspective, which is where we at FNA spend our time, until recently in many banks, analytical focus has been principally on meeting regulatory standards. So for instance, BCBS 248, reporting, stress testing, reserve calculations and buffer calculations. And of course, these remain focuses uh, for, for all banks. However, increasingly, we're starting to see banks directing analytics more at the core business problem, as I term it. You know, and that core business problem is how do we optimize our mobile payments activity to be liquidity efficient while also managing within other constraints. So for instance, uh, meeting customer payment expectations, meeting individual financial market utility requirements, or meeting time sens sensitive payment obligations, for instance, with respect to CLS. Thanks for that, Philip. And I, I really liked, you know, thinking about things from that global visibility perspective to global operations, and then taking the analytics beyond just reg reporting, um, but incorporating that to really kind of solve uh, actual, you know, business problems that, that, that banks are facing. Um, so it would be great if uh, you could both just give us some perspective down the road uh, for, for the audience here. So looking forward, to the next one or two years, what are some of the key priorities that banks need to keep in mind to maintain a robust intraday liquidity management program? Um, and perhaps Tucker, you can lead us off with that. Yeah, sure. Thank you, Mosum. Um, first, I think it's important to understand that intraday liquidity is still a relatively new concept for most banks, even the GSIBs. Uh, rewind 10 years and this, this function didn't exist at a bank. Uh, it was probably a side job for someone, but there weren't dedicated teams focusing on it as there are today. 
Uh, Epiton, we believe a bank needs accurate information on a near real-time basis in order to effectively manage intraday liquidity. And, and Philip touched on this as well. Um, so we think there's going to be a continued focus on developing that data set. Uh, you need technology that can provide that visibility into assets and obligations globally across asset classes. Once you have that visibility, a bank needs to be able to more efficiently manage their liquidity by sequencing payments efficiently to maximize the objectives of the bank. I think this is something that is, is really just in its infancy right now. So most into your question about the next one to two years, I can see a lot of focus on that, that area. Um, the objectives for each bank could be lower capital, decrease settlement risk, manage funding, lower settlement costs. Most likely it's all of those. Um, and the most important objectives will definitely vary by each bank. And then if you've managed to do all that, we expect the, the, a continued focus on growing settlement risk to be a focal point for regulators and therefore the banks over the course of the next couple of years. Thank you for that, Tucker. Um, and how about you, Philip? What, what would your, your thoughts be on um, the looking forward in, in the next year or two and, and, and priorities with, uh, with banks? Sure, Mosin. Well, I guess the, I guess the first thing that I would say is uh, it appears that I I agree violently with, uh, with Tucker uh, with, with with what Tucker said. So, um, I mean, I think you know I think he hit the nail on the head that uh, you know that global visibility is is the absolute core of the intraday um, issue. Um, you know, and for banks that still lack that global visibility um, or the global operating model, which I mentioned before. Um, those are still going to be focuses for development and a key part of their intraday programs. Um, and even for those that have made significant core technology investments um, that have that global uh, treasury and integrated operating model, um, there are always going to be improvements to be made. Um, I, think, I think we should also stress you know, and recognize that we're operating in an incredibly dynamic environment right now. Um, RTGS systems globally are increasingly extending days with, with moves towards 24-hour pay windows. Uh, new market infrastructures, new FMIs are changing the way settlement is handled in many markets. Uh, central bank digital currencies are getting attention from a majority of the world's central banks. And all of these are going to have impacts on how liquidity gets managed going forward. Um, so responding to these changes will require ongoing attention from banks. You know, and, I, and I guess to close, um, you know, given that we're, we're focused on analytics, um, you know, a few points in terms of what we're seeing, you know, across the board, we're seeing the larger banks, the GSIBs in particular, realize the need to move beyond regulatory calculations towards putting in place some other key capabilities. You know, these key capabilities include uh, the ability to run simulations so that you're able to understand in a real feel way how changes to payments processing will impact balances, will impact reserves. Liquidity forecasting routines, uh, both intraday and across settlement windows. Implementation of liquidity saving mechanisms that are target, targeted at individual currencies. 
and individual accounts, and the running of algorithms to optimize liquidity on a true intraday basis. So, you know, with everything going along, um, you know, along with the analytics themselves, obviously the, the analytical outputs need to be tightly integrated with the core systems of the bank, those core operating systems, um, which, are, which are running the workflows and providing that visibility. Uh, many of these are being retooled as we speak. Um, so both the analytics and their integration into the business are gonna be getting a lot of attention over the next few years. So plenty to do. Great, thank you for that. Well, thank you once again, gentlemen, for your insights um, and sharing your perspective on technology for intraday liquidity. And to our audience, thank you for joining us on this F&A talk. Um, we hope you found it informative. Good day.